Welcome to Hopeland. Today's episode is about artificial intelligence and what that means for humanity. Engaging microphones and powering on presenters. Welcome to Hopeland. <laughs> you trying to you trying to outdo the intro. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out intro. The intro. Thing is that Monster Shop always used to have a little singing. You used bit. to sing it, yeah. yeah <laughs> at the beginning. I liked that because we played like raucous heavy metal and then it would all the show would always begin. As is in the um, uh, description for podcasts, you're supposed to kind of you know embody the the, the kind of brand of your show. <laughs> you used to begin with like some baroque singing. Like, Hello, everybody! <laughs> it's our metalcore. <laughs> it worked. It was it was funny. It did. Um, humans, humans aren't very good, are they? I don't. Some are. Some aren't. I mean, just like fallible. Oh, that's interesting. Humans are fallible, and I think mm. humans are fallible because I don't know. We're 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 very simple creatures in a complex world, aren't we? I well, I I've just got back from a week on holiday. Mm. Where yes. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that killed me about that was I messaged Chris before I went on holiday, and I went to Wales, and it was amazing. We got lots of friends in Wales, and we love Wales to pieces. I mean, I messaged myself, I'm going to Wales, and Chris sent me a voice message that just said, Wales! And that's been in my head as I've gone through Wales all week. It's just Chris rolling around in my brain saying, Wales! Um, but it did a lot of raining. As it and, does. As it does. And yeah. so I was able to do some reading, and I was reading a lovely book about quantum, quantum gravity. You're the only person I know that will read all of that sort of stuff mm. for, for fun. Like, you sent me the picture of that, like, Love oh, it. happy holidays. I'm like, mate, that's... I love that's it. Like, that's like a course. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. It's lovely. But I, and one of the things that was in there was it talked about um, like human ingenuity and, the, um, you know, uh, how we develop these ideas uh, from, from nowhere. Mm. You know, this concept of um, imagine, right, you're going back into the Greek times and Babylonians and there's no telescopes. Yeah. Um, and you, you're standing on Earth, right? So... You, to me, it always made tons of sense that we kind of felt the Earth was the centre of the universe. Because, yeah, that's where we stand. Yeah, and, and you can't really, you know, that, it just makes sense. That, that's intuitive to you. And to go from that leap from I'm standing on the Earth, everything's rotating around, or what you perceive as things rotating around you, right? Yeah, you still yeah, believed yeah. in Greek gods and all of that stuff at that time. Um, and then to go from there to understanding that actually we rotate around the sun and... We defined uh, Newtonian gravity and all of these different things from ultimately nothing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, the, uh, that to me is just mind-boggling. Absolutely, yeah. you know, uh, not just someone having the idea that that might be the case, mm. but actually being able to prove that it was the case, and, yeah. and getting quite close as well. Getting mm. getting quite close to that. So we talk about Copernicus here. Yeah, that, Copernicus yeah. was yeah, a, yeah. a part of that. Yeah, the bit that's fascinating to me as well, and I think it's a bit. Um, a bit sad is that um the greeks and stuff did all this um amazing work on um you know, science and discovery of the universe and and you know it wasn't just about that it was about language it, they did all kinds of stuff about um understanding how um animals work and the body works and, and they, they they started to really kind of embrace science and they built these temples and you know science and learning and you know just discovery was just a core part that that elevated you if you were one of those people you were the best of the best um and then the church came along and didn't like it because it conflicted with their teachings so they wow. essentially banned it and we we it took a thousand years 
mm. for us to catch up with where we were at that point. And and that you know, and then people were rediscovering those texts, and that's kind of where you know Copernicus and stuff came in and started to. Um, so is this is this are we talk about the Enlightenment and the sort of Renaissance? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly. That sort of era, exactly. And, 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 and the bit you're talking about is the sort of Middle Ages. Yes, the Dark Ages, the as we call dark them. Dark yeah, Ages, yeah, 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 but yeah. it was. I just find it a thousand years before we were able to understand mm. the stuff that was written by the Greeks. Wow, and I, and and it was really like like in India and so that wasn't the case. They they kind of continued and did yeah did yeah. Stuff, but well, a lot um, of the when a lot of the original kind of sciences and and math mathematics and all that that was that was very much an Islamic thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, tons of it was actually. Yeah, yeah tons of it was. But uh, the the bit I find fascinating about it though is just the the like the limitless capability of of the human brain. Mm. Um, I read another book as well, which I, <laughs> it was one of the hardest books I've ever read. Um, I read the brief history of time yeah which which, which, was, I, which about broke me so, so i quite liked that 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 made sense to me <laughs> that I, a holiday I, book for you? that was i was already on a cruise actually bizarrely <laughs> i genuinely 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 read that on a caribbean cruise um in my 20 i've been about 20 i don't know 21 something like that but anyway i remember reading that i remember people <laughs> what kind of lifestyle did you have where you're on a caribbean cruise reading blooming i mean brief my, history mate, of time my, mate, my mate was going out with uh the, <laughs> the captain <laughs> <laughs> this sounds really bizarre, but it's so true. My mate was going out with the uh, the captain. No, she wasn't captain. She was the second in command of the, this cruise ship, and it had just been launched. It was a Voyager or something, but um, and it was um, uh, just after uh, September the eleventh. So, oh, about right. two thousand and one. You know the the you know the September the eleventh mm. um, uh, attacks in the US. Nobody was travelling on them, and she said, "Look, the, the cruise ship is empty." Oh gosh, um, right. So, so they you, just got, got you a freebie. Yeah, or something. if you want to come out, just come out. And we spent like two weeks just asking about on a cruise ship, <laughs> an empty cruise ship. There were more staff <laughs> than people, and I used to oh, go and wow. sit. I used to go and sit in. They had this aviary, a huge, huge aviary on the back of the boat. And every evening, um, they'd all go. They'd all go up for dinner and stuff. And I'd just go and put my feet up and read about black holes. Um, but <laughs> amongst the birds, yeah, honestly, it was one of the nicest experiences ever. As they as they kind of pulled out of port, the, this massive boat just just like gracefully kind of glides out of the port, mm. and you just sit there with your feet up. And it was I don't know. I just found it fun. It was such a nice. You know, there's no people busying about i pretty much had that place to myself <laughs> it was lovely but but that that's not the bit that broke me the bit that broke me was that um so hawking worked on black holes with a guy called roger penrose right yeah yeah um and i've forgotten the book's name now I've, I, I i totally knew the name of this book when i started this sentence oh and, and i now put you off i've, now I've forgotten it you. but roger i'm going to find it in a second but roger penrose wrote a book about replicating the human brain in software yeah so he had this concept of is it he posed the question is it possible could you um if if you if you understood how the human brain worked could you write code that uh emulated it or mm. simulated it right so the idea he had was could i take your brain yeah and if I could define a computer program that matched that, so all the subroutines of the brain, could I create those subroutines in this infinitely large computer and then essentially create dump, you. dump your brain into the computer and then your it would psyche, be you. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Which is, is this like a, forgive me, but is, is this part of what Neuralink's trying to achieve or is that a totally no, separate thing? No, they're doing, so Neuralink is, I mean... I, it's I, I, aspects I think, of that, but it's more to do with the enhancement of 
the brain through yeah i think i think neuralink is two things i think i think musk has been a little bit disingenuous with that i think it's two things i think the first thing is right now they're trying to um put the chip in your brain and that would allow you to do things that you couldn't do today so matrix um, karate judo no no, no, no. <laughs> think, think think things like if you had spinal <laughs> issues yes yeah. or um uh, and i've forgotten the one they're, they're going through a live trial right now and i've forgotten the disability the guy has but um essentially it's fixing that problem gotcha so, yeah, so yeah, he yeah, can yeah. Commun- i think it's, it's got a comms problem communication issue and so it's he, effectively remapping it's yeah phenomenal this yeah. thing is right but here's the big but yeah I think that's not Musk's end game because I think that's such a tiny market. I don't think Musk cares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what he's going after is if I put that chip in your brain, yeah. you're suddenly 10 times cleverer than I am. Okay, right. Can, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You don't sleep as Upgrades. much. Yeah, yeah, you don't sleep as much. You can, you can, judo. Uh, yeah, you can take in more information. <laughs> you can process it. You can become, yeah, you can, you become more intelligent. Yeah, you become, yeah. Do you know what I mean? All of those things. And, you know, um, I, I think he's going down that path with it where you would stick the chip in your brain. Yeah, maybe in 100 years' time. Yeah, yeah, you stick yeah. the chip in your brain. And actually, it would stimulate muscle growth. It would make you stronger, make you faster, make you more intelligent. Yeah. Sleep less. What yeah. was that book? William Gibson. Ooh, didn't know. It was about that. It was about an, an implants and enhancements. Um, n- n- Neuromancer. Oh, I think it was called. Very good, very good sci-fi, cyberpunk type. I do book. love sci-fi. Yeah, I love it. Um, but uh, so this week's show, if you've not already gathered, we're going to talk about artificial intelligence. <laughs> yes, and um, I think there's there was a few things that that. I mean, you mentioned it. You 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 kind of came up with your topic this week, and um, I just thought it's such a good idea because. Mm. There are a lot of myths, aren't there? That's the one. The one. The key mm. thing that I thought about it is, firstly, how much easier it's made my life yeah. and work <laughs> and everything else. But secondly, like the stuff that people just make up about it. So I've got a question for you. Okay. Name me. Yep. A movie AI. Yep. That didn't go rogue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They all do. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah. How I, went the one on iRobot? Went. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've got this Matrix. The distrust of of computers in general. And I think one of the things actually this week that's really hit me, we've been on holiday with... um, Wales. In Wales with... with, um, Some creaky chair. With uh, with Liz's mum. And she's very distrustful of anything like that. So as soon as I told her that the the sat-nav was using artificial intelligence for routing, yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd be like, "Well, this was much better when we, we went, when when you knew the roads you were going on." Yeah, um, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it, yeah, and yeah. it's this 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 huge distrust, and also this week, um, ChatGPT went a bit bonkers. Oh, it did, didn't started it? Started yeah. sending yeah. gibberish out there, and what I lo- <laughs> what I loved about it was the. I mean, it's just an algorithm, right? We'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. how they work in a minute, but. But it's just an algorithm. It's literally just some lines of code. Right? There, mm. there is no alien intelligence. It's not like um, it isn't actually alive. Right? That's the, that's the problem. Code. We anth- what's the word? Anthropomorphize. Yes. And that the word. Yes. That yes, one. We do. And we personify it. And some people fall in love with it because they're weird. <laughs> some people give it a gender and they empathise with it. And that's where the problem lies because well, we humanise this, this tech. There's, there's a few bits to it, right? So the, the, the chat GPT started sending out gibberish. And what I loved about it was that in, in, the, in the press, um, there was somebody that asked, said, you know, I asked it about pizza and it said it could see me. <laughs> <laughs> 
and and it, and it's it's just probability of of, of words and letters coming out, <laughs> but convinced him that it was in the room with him, and, and he said he got really scared. Right? Yeah. Um. But, but it, it kind of reminded me of some other things. Right. There were some other chatbots that have been spun up over the years. Now, one of the chatbots that got spun up, um, it was a, a based in China. And uh, um, you, you could have a conversation with it, right? Like, like, be a friend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then there was like a dark side to it where you could be quite dirty and slutty with it, but you had to pay mm. extra for that, right? So you had to pay <laughs> extra for the, the dirty and slutty stuff. Um, and anyway, this company did it and, and they made a ton of cash from it. Um, but then somebody said, like, ethically, that's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's not, uh, it doesn't feel quite right. So they shut it down. Mm. And the complaints from people were, were threatening to kill themselves because um, they'd shut down the love of their life. They'd that's fallen in love. Isn't, it? With isn't that the, incredible? With the slutty robot. Fallible. That's what just, we are. I just, that, that I, I just loved that. There was the, the robot. There was the, um, the Microsoft, um, the Microsoft bot Tay. Yes. That, um, <laughs> <laughs> and the the team didn't train or trained it a little bit but essentially it was designed to be trained based on twitter right mm. the problem with all of these models is they need data they need tons and tons of data to to kind of become and appear to be um oh god sensible so it so learned, they, it learned this be, it's learned behavior was effectively twitter yeah and, oh my god and, which is effectively <laughs> a, a gamified point scoring <laughs> who can be nastier to each other and they're the oh, people that win it was brilliant so so it lasted 24 hours and um <laughs> <laughs> it turned into a racist homophobe and it was it was abusing people left right and center it was just a joyous thing to watch and then and then, just it loses marbles yeah and then yeah. and then and then got shut it went absolutely bonkers towards the end as well yeah, so yeah. it had a period in the middle where i mean we were watch, we were watching it and it was just you know it was, you can see it's just a computer project basically it's just just funny to watch the thing fail miserably and then and then towards the end after it had been racist and homophobic to loads of people um it just started spewing gibberish out <laughs> um uh, you know as as the as the kind of the model broke down really but um but i think it's important to realize like you mentioned we we kind of attribute um we want to think they're real we yeah, want yeah, to yeah, think yeah. that and i think you know that the, the the biggest problem with artificial intelligence for me was the fact that somebody called it artificial intelligence in the 50s. Yeah. Right. Because it, it just isn't. There's no intelligence. The, the, the models and algorithms today, they don't understand. They don't have a, a knowledge um, of, they don't have any meaning attached to what they're doing. It's, it's, it's processes. So one of the best descriptions that I saw of the way large language models work, and this is kind of what chat GPT and stuff is based on, um, is this concept of the Chinese room, right? So there's there's a um, a room. It's got slits in it, and Chinese symbols come in um, one of the slots, and then and then you kind of figure out in inside the machine, you kind of figure out what to do with it, and then they come in in an order, and then you send them out, and then there's a little green light, right? And if you get them in the right order, the green light comes on, and you oh you're good, you're happy, right? And, and then and then more Chinese symbols come in, and then you you kind of you know remember the right order to send them out in and that's what you do you kind of put them out and as long as you get them in the right order so you format them in the right order you get the green light and you're happy and that's what these models are but they're trained mm. on such a high number of um occurrences right so so many uh, sort of these chinese symbols have have come in and and you know exactly what to do with them so you've ordered them and sent them back out again um so you've you've pattern matched and, and met the requirements but at no point have you understood what the Chinese symbols mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah, speak yeah, Chinese. Yeah, you just yeah. you're just doing the order of the of the symbols. Yeah, and, and it's that, by pattern. Yeah, by pattern rather than by 
that's what they're Meaning. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what they're doing. So at a really simple level, you know, you might go A, B, C, D, E, and then you go F. Yeah, like that's the yeah. F and G H. Right, you, you'd recognise that. And then if you amplify that up by like billions and billions of data data sources off, yeah. off, off the internet and Wikipedia and all of the different places. You can basically do most jobs. That's that's <laughs> what it is. It's 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 literally yeah. statistics and probability of yeah, what's yeah, next, yeah. right? Yeah, so you, okay, you, you yeah. feed me in A, B, C, D, and I'll calculate what's what's yeah. next, right? Yeah. Um, now there's 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 these the, the, the bit, sorry oh, go you go because I've gone somewhere else I'll come, <laughs> come back to me later the, the model <laughs> the models that I think will get really interesting are the multimodal models so right. the models that can deal with um, the create images and that sort of thing yeah but video video one oh, like Sora that oh. is, is is that was that a week or so ago is um, it there can you play with it not yet it's not probably there, <laughs> there was a we had this chat internally at work. And the room, the, well, say the rumor. I think they've been fairly open about it now, but people are going to create, create porn on it to death. Yeah. What people will do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're really happy with, with the model, and they're like, yeah, we're really, <laughs> yeah, it works we've really well. this amazing thing." And then it's and then, humans. Yeah, and then it's like, "What do you think they're going to do?" With it? <laughs> <laughs> because the thing is, they're so believable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, so yeah. realistic. I mean, you can see, if you know what you're looking for. Yeah, still can't do hands properly. So yeah. in the videos, you fingers. can still yeah they do this like weird thing where they kind of <laughs> flip the hands over and fingers, and sometimes there's more fingers and less fingers, and you know. Yeah. Uh, but but it's uh, at first glance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my God, they're really believable. Mm, mm. But, yeah. Anyway, what were you going to say? Um, where were you going? I don't know. We're doing. But it was dark, thing. wasn't it? Was it? The same as that. It, what? Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about at the time? You, you, because you did you find the name of that book? Uh, no. Because I could talk for a bit and then you could find the name of the book, but I can't remember where I was going. Um... <laughs> I, can't, I don't know where my phone is. <laughs> you pad for a minute. I'm going to find my phone. <laughs> thing is, this isn't live, so we could delete all this. We probably won't, though. That's the uh, that's the thing. So we've got, yeah, oh, this... Um... Boring. Oh, I remember where I was going to go. Yeah. So um, it's about the value that people place on their work, which is effectively meaningless. And... One of the things that I loved about AI, which is the bit that most people are really scared of, is the fact that it can do quite a lot of my job for me. Uh. And one of the problems that I think people are going to really have with this thing is what happens when I'm not important anymore? What happens when the function of my existence, which is my job, because that's what I've been conditioned to believe, what happens when I'm not important anymore and the computer can do that instead because it kind of does a better job than me? And I think we could, there's going to be a, a, a big shift of people's understandings and self-value based on their productivity because actually a lot of what we do in our day-to-day life or what we've been conditioned yeah. through in the society that we live, uh, the conditioning that we have and what we're conditioned to do is effectively meaningless and means and means mm-hmm. nothing, has no meaning to it at all because that, that, that thing that takes meaningless stuff and creates more meaningless stuff does it in a much more effective way than we can faster yeah so there's, uh, there's a really interesting rabbit hole that is um I, I think the way i like to think of this is that artificial intelligence will will undoubtedly uh remove some jobs right i think that's an inevitability but i think people especially the news i think they're um exaggerating the impact of that right no I, absolutely but I'm, I'm just it's for me it's more the ego side of things it's not the right having a job or not having a job yeah it's the sp- almost spiritual connection that people have to their work and how important they believe that they are because of that. 
I, I think that's the bit that people are going to really struggle with because they're not important and, they're, and, they're, and their work's meaningless. So the way I, the, the way I'm choosing to think this will be, and, and this is kind of based on observing the first, I, I would say that the first um, army of people using AI at work, right? So, so Copilot's been out for a while now. We've got a lot of people that, that are using it and you, I get to see what they're doing. Um, it, it just appears to be making people more Just productive. to clarify, you can't see their screens. No. <laughs> I am watching you. I am watching you. It's what, it's, no, it's what you hear from people that are in those pilots and their feedback and what they say and how they're getting on with it. So, um, you know, it's still, the, the, lots of these things would still be what we would consider preview, right? So we're still figuring this stuff out. But, um, yeah, and by figuring it out, I mean where it makes sense to use it, and what kinds of things it can do, and what kinds of things people want it to do. And in all cases, what we're hearing is they very rarely want it to replace them. And the reason for that is because it's not foolproof, right? There's right. this concept of of most models at the moment, and I think um, um, uh, OpenAI were were really. Um, transparent with this is that they were saying like you know probably one in ten thousand answers from uh chat gpt four is excellent it's just yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. excellent and then you know some of those some of the other maybe the top 20 percent, maybe 20 percent of what you would consider really good mm. and then you've got maybe you know the chunk in the middle which is kind of you know okay and then you've got some really terrible stuff right yeah yeah and the, the the as the algorithms iterate, so as GPT five comes along and six and you know wherever they go with that, this is one of the problems they're trying to solve. How do you how do you make sure that the the answers given the quality of the answers given is high, always higher, right? So it, it's better because at the moment you like like once you get used to using it, you you may you well, you learn right. So um, I mean, like for example, for the show, the show graphics that we use, I'll use the same prompt. And once I've got an idea of kind of how I want to stylize the, the image, I'll type that prompt in, I'll run it. As long as it gives me something that's vaguely like what I expect, I just keep running it over and over and over and over again until it gives me what I want, right? And that's not that brilliant, mm, right? You, mm. you kind of, you can't replace, you can't replace a human when a human needs to be in there to pick the right thing. And I think for me, that's the bit that's... Um, so what you become effectively isn't a a, a curator, almost. yeah, yeah, a creator. It's a curator. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're still yeah. guiding. You still, you still, and you're using still... creative thought, using the ideas. Using, yeah. So yeah. it's your imagination. I think what it's doing for me is it's bridging the creativity part. You know, the bit where you imagine something, and then and then like the creativity is kind of that applied imagination. Yeah. You've got to kind of figure out how to get that thing on the on the paper in the words or the graphics or the music or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think AI really helps with that. It's yeah, helping, ab- it's helping absolutely. That start yeah, yeah, yeah. That, for, for, for me, it's that thing of like, right, I've got to write this thing to that about that. And, and I, I know what I want to write. Yeah. And I physically can't really be bothered to start. But, it's, it's, <laughs> but like, as soon as it, it spits out the, the language, you can edit it. You can edit it, it and yeah. curate and do what you need to do with and it. And it seems really good at that for me. And the other things it seems really good at is it's great at processing tons of information. So, yeah. like, for example, I found myself really benefiting from it where I think I know I've read a document this week that had this stuff in it. Mm. but i can't remember who sent it to me and i can't remember yes where it is yeah and being able to to use it to kind of help me find that kind of stuff. so because it does a lot of that lower order thinking lower order processing for you yeah you can concentrate on the higher level stuff yeah but it's, it's but it's in it's productivity and and i i think this is where ai, AI is going to be really successful so um 
and I've I've got a slightly different perspective than than Elon Musk on this. So Elon Musk wants to like replace humans in cars, right? He 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 wants to um, have it so that so so Musk's idea at the moment is that um, AI drives the car, and then the human is constantly aware and steps in at the last minute if there's a problem. Now, if there's one thing humans are really bad at, it's that. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, you're sitting there. The Watching ca- the car crash. Yeah, the, car, the car's driving itself. You're one, your mind's wandering. You're thinking about puppies or, I mean, you'd be thinking about plugins or whatever else. And I'd be thinking about, you know, um, I don't know, quantum gravity. Or whatever. But you're not What's paying, the name of that book? Uh, Shadows of the Mind. Roger Shadows Penrose. of the Mind. Um, don't right. read it. It's properly hard well you read it you need to yeah you, you can read it if you want to read it but um <laughs> if you have read it and understood it tell me what it's about because i got lost through that one it's really really dry hard work um but yeah so so humans if you think about it human you sit in there you're driving the car you're not driving the car you're not paying attention you're not driving the steering wheel you're not doing all of that stuff you are literally there to step in if the ai gets it wrong and I just think that's the worst use of it ever. <laughs> it should be the other way around. Yeah, the you drive well, and the AI you helps. You drive, yeah. and if, if it looks like you're about to go off a cliff or crash into the other car, the AI will step in and help you. Yeah, And I, yeah. I think that that's where it will end up. I just, I can't, at the minute, I can't see... I, I, so really, actually, well, the idea of artificial intelligence is perhaps the wrong word for it. Perhaps it should be assistive because that's what we're talking about isn't it we're talking about it being an assistant yeah yeah i think so i think because i i want to feel like i'm in control right i'm in control of what i write i'm in control Oh yeah, we we did. We went to a um a, a meeting this afternoon, and and I was giving a talk about infinity, which I just realised how nerdy I sound. Um, but just, but, but just, <laughs> but, but genuinely, I started that in Copilot with just to write me a write me. I says write me uh, six slides about infinity. Yeah, and it yeah. just spat them out there, and then I thought, well, they're crap, and then I went off and edited them and changed yeah. them. But, but he got how, it going. That's how I did it. He started. got it but going. I'm in control and I don't want to not be in control. I, don't, I can't imagine a scenario where I'm, I'm not in control. And there's tons and tons of evidence that is um, that backs that up, right? So yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I think the, the, the self-driving cars thing is, is one of them. I think that that's just beyond our capability right now. Not that it won't be in two years or three years' time, but um, you know, the, a, for, if you think about it, a car... A, 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 ai that's driving a car has to be foolproof yeah yeah and and i think we're just a long way off from that yet so i think that needs to be flipped so when if you listen to this elon you've got it wrong you need to turn that around let the, <laughs> let the kids drive and have the ai save them from death and then um siddhartha kaskir he's worth checking out yeah oh siddhartha yeah, Google, yeah from yeah uh, no no this guy was from i don't know uh but he was involved in the tedx in edmonton spa a couple of years ago and he was talking about self-driving cars then ah. with, with with that angle in mind. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I, th- I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, but there's other things where, where AI have, uh, have, have done some like like comical stuff, right? So um, last was it last week or the week before? An airline's chatbot. So, so you know when you do online chatting to, you know, he- online help chats, yeah. right? Uh, there was an airline and somebody was asking about, asking the bot about um, uh, uh, if they couldn't make the flight what happened yeah and the bot yeah. told them that they would get a refund right but the airline didn't have a refund policy <laughs> so the bot made it up <laughs> and it's been through court and the airline the, the the court has found 
that the airline has to has to refund it. Yeah, because that's what the box that's said. What the, wow, and wow. I, and that, again, I think that's really interesting that that that's you know that that decision wasn't taken by anybody in the company. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, they, but it wasn't it. because the artificial intelligence was trying to take over the airline company. No, just, it was just it just got the information wrong. Well, they want to. Well, they typically these algorithms they want to be they want to answer the question. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're just like, yeah, you know, yo, here you go, here's here's an answer. But I found that really fascinating that it um, th- that it did that, and that the legal system found because uh, the the company said well, it's nothing to do with us. We, <laughs> we don't have one. Here's our policy. It's written in black and white. Mm. We did our policy. You know, you should have read that. Mm. And then and the legal system said, well, actually, your your chatbot is yeah responding as you, and it should have read your policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, AI is just not. Uh, and you know that um Sam Person- Alt- personifying it is a real problem isn't it i have to say i think yeah. this idea of humanizing this technology in some way is it, you you've got to start thinking about it as a calculator yeah. it's not got a soul it's not got a, uh, you know no. an overriding purpose that's going to take over your spaceship and kill you all well, do you remember um it's just a really good calculator do, do you remember that? so google <laughs> uh, one of the google DeepMind researchers was doing um uh, they're doing analysis and research and, and talking to AI, so they're trying to get this kind of modal, voice modal working. Oh, he, he did, he did, he did give it a soul properly. Yeah, and he, he, he said he, it was a person. Yeah, he wrote to yeah. the leadership team and says, "You, this is alive. You can't switch it off." So, guess what? Google did switched it off. Fired him. Oh, they fired him, right? <laughs> <laughs> and get out, nut job. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I think it's, uh, um, I think it's amazing. I think uh, that for me highlights two things: is mm. that, um, yeah, one, I guess, you. Know, how little you, you mean to your company every company out there does <laughs> yeah. you know look after yourself kids but then second how easy is he was a, an ai researcher it's not like yeah. you know not some like lonely housewife in a, in a council estate somewhere mm. right it's just a you know he was a highly educated artificial intelligence researcher that understood how the code works yeah and you know felt like this thing was alive yeah yeah, and crossed, it, well, crossed his wires a bit. Yeah, I yeah, mean. yeah, and yeah. and you know, we 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 do need to um, to handle that a little bit better, I think. But you know, I think in general, I can't help thinking in general, I think AI is going to have a dramatically positive effect on mm. uh, on humanity. I think it's going to be. You know, it, it, currently, it is there is no intelligence there. It is it is just a probabilistic machine. It's just think of it like a search engine version two, right? It's able mm. to go and search the world and respond back with some answers for you right yeah. but it doesn't understand what a cat is it doesn't understand you know what any of these things are i think when things go multimodal when they can uh you know uh, process video in a in a better way that it might go some way to understanding mm. what a cat is and how yeah. a cat moves um is it, is it um is it appropriate to say that the the more work this thing does the more effective it will be as well. So the more the more video it creates, the better video it will create. Yeah, I think I think so. But but again, it's the algorithms as as well. So right now, I don't know whether you saw the Sora demos from yeah. OpenAI. Um, but the thing I think that leapt out to me there was that it doesn't understand even basic concepts of cause and effect. Yeah. So it's amazing. You 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 can you, you you've got these. Um, you you tell it to go and create a video of of whatever, and it will go and do that. The video looks phenomenal. But there are quite a few cases where if you ask it, for example, to go and uh, create a video of a man eating a cookie, yeah, uh, the cookie remains uneaten. So the right. man puts the cookie yeah, in his yeah. mouth, eats, and then takes the cookie out, and it's, and still, it's still eaten. There. 
Um, and there's lots of things like that. Like they, they, they showed a brilliant demo um, of where the model was failing and it showed like a cup which had ice and a drink in it. And then the cup gets lifted off the table and the, and the, the liquid just falls out of the bottom of the cup. Right, right, it, right. It, the, the cause and effect and the way physics work, it just doesn't understand But that. if you put, do space war. <laughs> <laughs> Thermonuclear war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. It's going to do that. Yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Fighting wizards. That's another case where... Um, I'm definitely having fighting wizards. Well, think back over uh, the, the nuclear war and where humans have saved the world. Both times in Russia, yeah, yeah, where the alarm has been given to go and blow everybody up. Yeah. So there's a brilliant case uh, not that long ago where um, uh, where Russia had this satellite that detected like um, the the. The, the shininess uh, the shininess of intercontinental ballistic missiles and it's supposed to detect them and then it sent a message down to this warning center and then they were supposed to ring the kremlin and say you know america the are shiny doing, things yeah america are doing yeah. bombings we yeah. should do bombings too yeah um and that alarm went off right okay and the, the shiny thing alarm the shiny thing alarm went off <laughs> the the russian officer who was there picked up on it and he questioned it and said hang on this is an opening salvo from america to destroy russia mm. why have they only sent five missiles yeah, you know, if, you, yeah. if you if they if you were about to go and destroy the country you'd send a thousand why are they only sending five um you know, and, and he just thought there's not. This, is, this was in the height of the Cold War as well, so right, it yeah, kind of yeah, wasn't yeah. like unexpected. No, there yeah, wasn't tensions were there, and yeah, yeah. Um, it was, yeah. And he chose to just sit on it, right? And he waited yeah. for half an hour, where he yeah. thought we, everyone will be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it turned out it, they were just um, flares off the atmosphere. They were just it was wow. just the light reflecting off top of clouds and things. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, in in the in the multiverse. Well, in the AI, where that world, decision was different. Oh, the multi, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the multi-world theory. But, but you know, the, the the that's a very human thing, and an artificial intelligence just doesn't doesn't understand that. So, you know, in in power, if we take that that's that story, there was another brilliant story that I saw, which showed a robot that was uh, spray painting a um, a wedding dress, and it had a model in it. And the spray paint was going on her face and her eyes and she was just absolutely having a terrible time of it, right? And it was done to showcase the fact that the the you know, the AI that was driving the thing doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Doesn't yeah. care yeah. about you. Whereas humans have got this empathy, right? If you imagine the scenario, right, where there's a tightrope and there's a human walking across the tightrope. There's nothing below them. And they're bouncing. You're gonna be anxious for that human. Right? Yeah, you can yeah. if they fall off, they're gonna splat and you know. I mean, if you replace that with a robot, yeah, you're like, well, it's going to make a mess if it hits yeah, the ground, yeah, yeah. but you know, whatever. Yeah, and and you know there is this thing where I hope it doesn't land on my car. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I hope it doesn't blow up. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's this thing where um, where AI and, and robots and all of this stuff, it, it, the empathy is not there. Yeah, yeah, um, and so you know, I think we need to be careful. I think, that, and again, I think in. Uh, in military applications, AI will get used to make soldiers make better decisions, and I think that's where AI fits right now. That's where AI fits, and that's where it's excellent. So, yeah, yeah. You know, um, you could, and I saw brilliant examples in music where people have been using AI to isolate parts of tracks. Yeah, so they can say, actually, go and pull. I just want to pull this particular bit out of this track, or um, you know, uh, you know, you see weird uses of it where. Um, you know, they recreated some Oasis tracks and things like that, and 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 got Liam's voice. And I'm not a huge fan of 
that. I don't think that's particularly good. Um, but I think where AI can be integrated into tooling, so into Pro Tools, for example, or into some other um, you know, music tooling, and and that helps you. That assistive. Yeah, that will it, it helps you and guides you to. So you can kind of go. So actually, I want to do this thing, and it will go and help you do yeah. that. It's not going to play the guitar for you. No, no. But it will help you process it. Help you deal with things um, and just be more but, productive. Or, or if you if you have a, a, a sort of physical limitation of some description. Yeah. And, and mentally, you've got this idea of like, I really want to get this thing out. But physically, will, you can't do it. So it could it could assist you in that. I think so. It's that it's what we talked about. That cre- creativity being the ap- applied imagination. So you can you can imagine something, and I think it, where AI can help you with that creativity and getting that stuff out. Yeah. Whether that be a book, whether that be a poem, whether that be whatever, I think that's a positive thing. But I think AI right now is I, I don't I don't see it replacing that many people's jobs right now. No. I think no. in twenty years that we we've got a different conversation to have yes yeah um but i think certainly over the next five i mean it's ramping so quickly so it's like it's just a really dangerous thing to yeah to predict right i mean if you look where like sora um the the video um uh, ai from uh, from open ai last week if you look back a year ago that was it was showing uh will smith eating spaghetti right so if you, right. If you want to see if you look at the source of it and then look at will and it was horrific yeah, right? the, yeah. the stuff a year ago is unreal so the the rate of change um is is just phenomenal but i i you know i genuinely think we're probably five years away from ai being competent enough to replace um you know fairly basic yeah things yeah um but in simple things like let's say you know you do the you do the podcast and, you, and you've and you've got like a a sort of hum in the background or you've got a you know oh, you've got yeah, some yeah, imperfection yeah. or there's some yep. audio thing yeah. to assist the removal of that i think adobe's got some tech that already does that actually. yeah you know, the tooling and yeah, yeah. That, that kind of stuff i think is excellent but i think we're going to run into some other issues right i think we're going to start to run into some um some other things we've got to deal with so and one of them's the impact the the the, cl- the the climate impact the energy impact these things are phenomenal and not many people are talking about the Oh, they're, they're the energy juice cost. heavy. But they're phenomenal. Really? Yeah, they're absolutely phenomenal. And so trying to, and I know everybody's out there trying to come up with like custom silicon and things like this that will. I was going to say, and this is all to do with processing, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. this is yeah. the training of yeah. the algorithm. So what will happen is they'll create the new algorithm um, and then you've got to train it. So then what they'll do is they'll go and point that at this massive amount of data and it's tens of thousands, 50,000 GPUs, right, mega, wow. mega powerful GPUs running flat out for months. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's getting even bigger. Even, even on that scale, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, is there a place for quantum in that or is that a totally different sort I of tech? I don't know. Quantum computing is probably something for another another podcast. Yeah, yeah. Quantum computing does lots of things in parallel. Yeah. Um, so for example, uh, computing like Pi in a quantum computer is incredibly successful and you you can compute it to immense uh, depths really, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, trying to draw a circle on a quantum computer is quite hard. Right. Okay. So, so, yeah. you, so they, they're they're a bit. Um, they've got a use. I'm sure yeah. quantum computing will find. But it a might use be a bit square peg round hole at the minute. I don't really understand yeah. quanta. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. to compute with it really, but the the concepts are are there. I think, but yeah, but from an AI perspective, um, you know, I, I think we've we've got a think about that right how these models because everyone's in on it right there's no no big tech company on the planet's not got some kind of data center running right now with you know thousands ten thousand gpus crunching some models somewhere yeah yeah so our energy usage as a species has gone up hugely right um because of computing these 
um, these Which models. is fine if the energy comes from the sun. <laughs> yeah. But it's I mean, still, I mean, a lot a, of it's still from burning stuff, isn't it? Well, that's a really interesting point because some of the models... So um, I was reading the... Uh, uh, there was a model... So uh, Microsoft had a, uh, a a team... I can't remember where they were based now, but they had a team that were looking at battery tech. Yes, uh, okay. And they were yeah. running tons and tons of these models. One of the issues... There's, there's problems with um, the structure of, of the... Uh, yeah, you know, the materials in the battery. So, so they were looking at alternates, right? How 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 to create a material that would respond better uh, and be, you know, last longer and, and not deteriorate and these kinds of things. Um, so they were running, they were using AI to to ah, run these models over test. and over yeah. and over again. And amazingly, that's that's come up with this most amazing solution. It's come up with like this kind of really novel um, solution and materials to use. Um, and I think again, that's where AI is going to be really valuable in things like. Um, uh, you know, antiviral treatments, um, in medicines. And I think the positivity is just overwhelming for that, where um, AI currently today is better at spotting cancers than a cancer doctor. Wow, okay, right? yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, that you, you are much better off having AI um, flagging, you're going through and flagging the images and then anything it's not sure about that goes to a real doctor because humans are really good at the the really obscure bits yes but we're yeah. also really good at missing bits yeah so if you have uh, an ai running and then the human checks its work um that seems to be a a, a a good thing it's much quicker um it can pick up things much sooner and that that's the, the positives from that i mean imagine Right now, you go and have uh, you know some kind of uh, uh, cancer test, and then you've got to wait for months. Yes, while that yeah. gets analysed. Um, it curiously that technology is based on the same <laughs> the same camera tech that scans checkouts. Okay, yeah, they, they, yeah. they, they use the they, they, the the technology started to scan um, checkouts to see you know, to to, to um, um, analyze what was happening in checkouts to spot um, thefts. Um, and it's they they took that same concept and just kind of you know, twiddled with it a little bit, and it can now spot cancer cells. And you know, I think it can't really be overstated, right? Imagine the scenario that you're in, where and 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 you know, this technology is going to get just get better. But you you go in, you have your scan, that goes off. A piece of AI then evaluates it almost in real time, right? Yeah, the, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, the, yeah. The yeah. hospital can submit your stuff to it. It will then say, oh, do you know what? maybe it needs someone to look at it or or maybe it doesn't but it happens really quickly um and you know th th there are tons in medicine particularly there are tons of cases where they're using it on cat scans i've seen them using it with you know lots of types of cancer training it to detect certain types of cancer um and you know is that going to replace somebody's job i mean i don't, I don't think it is mm. but i think it might save some people's lives yeah um, yeah and it might help someone with their job yeah but i think it's going to do other things as well right so i think if the, the natural evolution of that is that it will start to detect other things and earlier so aliens yeah <laughs> but imagine imagine if in because if, if this this is the way ai will work right so if imagine if you have got a, a large quantity of data for the AI to train on. So you've got tons of these scans of cancer cells for the AI to train on. Um, in theory, you, you should be able to get to a point where the AI is able to detect things earlier. Yes. Than yeah, a yeah. human can do because it's looking for patterns. It's looking for changes in things. So I just think for me, that's one area which I just think this, you know, there's no doubt that that's 
and and, the, and those and places where you might have human error, like say when someone's tired, yeah. they're a bit hungover. You know, those really <laughs> those fallible things that we were talking about earlier that humans do. It's not going to have any of that stuff. No. So it can do the it can do the high level order like thinking later the kind of an analysis stuff. But what it can also do is to not, to not get fatigued by the lower order stuff. It becomes predictable, doesn't it? I, I think, mm. I mean, we talked about this. I don't know whether we talked about it on last week's show or whether it was on one of our previous podcasts. But um, uh, I, I take part in Our Future Health, where they, um, it's an NHS run program, and they go and gather tons of data. They take blood tests and weigh you and all of that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You said you're um, basically Superman. I am Superman. <laughs> um, uh, although, although my Apple Watch was screaming at me that my VO2 level, my VO2 health is low. What's VO2? It just means I'm uh, unfit. Oh. It means it means that it just it said something like your cardiovascular fitness is low. Oh dear. This I is why I don't have an Apple Watch anymore. No, I took it off. <laughs> <laughs> and now and now my cardio uh, fitness is great. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I think that um, you know, the 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 uses of, of these things in those kinds of projects, right? So so our future health are gathering tons and tons of data about people. Mm. And the concept behind it is that it will allow them to predict, like develop early predictions for uh, preventable disease. And I think AI is going to be extraordinarily good at that. So you yeah, point, okay. the, you yeah, point yeah. the algorithm at all that data um, and it's incredibly good at sifting through that. So, you know, my expectation is that we'll start to see more and more of these breakthroughs as as these models uh, start to get used in um, you know in, in in medicine, right? So, yes. I think you'll yeah. start to see it where you know uh, PhD students are going to go. Oh, I've got an idea. I wonder if we could use the model that does this to go and predict Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, point the algorithm at all of the historical data they've got and then see what it makes of it and try and use that to... You Imagination know. applied. Yeah, it, yeah. it is a little bit, yeah, I yeah. Just, but I just think... I that, wonder if, I wonder if, it's all that, isn't it? And the potentials are huge. Right? I think the risks of it are like so astronomically low of like, you know, the artificial intelligence going rogue. Right? <laughs> you know, as we've discussed, it's not artificial intelligence. It's not a human thing. It's not alive. It's not real. It's literally just predicting which word to say next, right? Yeah. So it's, it's a really simple, dumb thing to tool. But when it's used in certain ways, it kind of looks like magic, mm. right? And I think mm. that's where we're getting a little bit bit lost with it. And uh, you know, and and you know, it is new and exciting, and that can be scary, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's something you're not not used to. But you know, the the yeah, and people are scared of losing their jobs to this thing, right? The press are doing a really good job of saying, you know, hey, you're all going to lose your jobs. AI is going to do everything, and you know, you're not you're not going to have a job. Um, you know, I think that's just nonsense. But I think the the value specifically in medicine specifically in science and you know anything to do with uh, data and al analysis and you know in and and also just working with um with kind of documents you're working in a normal office job um i think i think these things are going to be radically powerful and in like like when the computer came in right yeah, i think, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. An analogous yeah. to me when you, you know you had an office loads of filing systems everything was done by hand lots of faxing and then computers came in and we had emails and things got stored and things got faster and you were yeah. able to do more i think ai is just going to be like that right i think it's just going to be brilliant in medicine i think it's going to be um you know brilliant in terms of data um and, and i think that it's going to be brilliant in lots of other places where it's going to assist us not replace us that's amazing. Oh, that's a, a good place to leave that one. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. See you next week. We've got a plan. <laughs> You've just announced a plan. What's that? Of, that we're going to do another one next week. Yeah. What should, we, <laughs> what should we do it on? Oh, no, that gets decided during the week. Oh. Well, if you've got any ideas, you should tell us because we, yeah, we'll, well, yeah, yeah, if you've got any ideas, tell us what should we do the next yeah. one? Yeah, I've you tell no, us. I have no idea what we should do the next week on. I'm sure it'll be great though. Yeah, it'll be wicked. Be wicked. Anyway, it's been a pleasure, my friend, and right. we'll see you next week. Tore up. Thank you for listening to Hopeland. If you enjoyed the show, you can A, subscribe on your favorite podcast service, B, leave a nice review, C, tell a friend or two. Turning off microphones. Presenters back in cold storage, where they belong. <laughs>